0: y'all. This is What Fresh Insight, a show that looks at the big questions from new, unexpected angles. Who are we? What is really going on? And how do we bring good into this mundane, sublime, spiritual, and sometimes silly world of ours? I'm Sarah Bariza, a writer and musician. It's a rainy day as I'm recording, so if you hear some rain in the background, that's what's going on. Today, I want to talk about authenticity and sincerity, which I have to say are some of my very favorite things to talk about, and I could talk about them for hours. And uh, my interest in these uh, values, these concepts, inspired me to write my new book, Professional Christian Being Fully Yourself in the Spotlight of Public Ministry. And you might think, ah, oh, being fully yourself, isn't that authenticity? And I think uh, that isn't quite what authenticity is. Authenticity has many different meanings, and some of them are perfectly fine in my opinion but i do think that the value of authenticity is not necessarily a good one and it, it is especially problematic for people in professional settings let me let me give you two reasons why i think authenticity is really a tricky value to as- aspire to first is that authenticity is often equated with being cool and Authenticity is a, is tied up in commodities. So it might be cool to go to a certain restaurant because it's authentic. It might be cool to wear a certain pair of pants because, well, you know, they are authentic jeans or whatever, uh, to, to go on a certain vacation because, well, you're going to the authentic location of whatever the thing is. And sure, fine, wear the pants, go to the restaurant, go on the vacation, sure, whatever. Uh, but authenticity is given a positive value here which means that inauthenticity is, um, is negative. So here's what happens. Oh, well, you buy these pants and they are the authentic pants and so therefore they're better. And then if you're wearing the knockoffs, you, the person wearing them, the person who's not so cool, the person who doesn't have as much money is in some way inferior or not good compared with the authentic version. I, I don't have a problem with you know, buying the nice pants. But I do have a problem with ascribing a positive or negative value to uh, the quality of clothing that we wear or the types of vacations that we have, you know, not in terms of our own enjoyment, but like a positive moral value to something that is more or less expensive, I think is uh, really problematic and really uh, status driven and something that is antithetical to the personal values that I have and I think to the values that many of us have even if we fall into the trap of being like oh well I I want the thing that is more authentic because it is authentic. I mean want the thing if you want to want the thing but don't want it because it is quote-unquote more authentic. Here's the other problem and I have to say I think that this is by far the biggest problem with authenticity for people who are in especially for people who are in professional settings. This is the problem. Authenticity often means not only being true to yourself. But being true to your spontaneous feelings, being true to your spontaneous feelings, the feelings that just arise in the moment. Now, here's the thing. If you're a professional, if you're in a professional setting, you oftentimes cannot uh, express those spontaneous feelings because they are antithetical to what you're doing. If you're a teacher and you have a feeling of like, oh, I don't want to deal with this kid well, guess what? Your job is to teach the kid and to deal with the kid. Your job is not to, uh, you know, listen to your spontaneous feelings. Uh, my my husband is a physician and, um, you know, sometimes he deals with stuff that's really, really horrible. And his job is not to sit, you know, throw his hands up and be like, oh my word, this is a horrible emergency. You know, who cares what his spontaneous feelings are? His job is to, you know, take care of, take care of the emergent setting, right? Who cares what the spontaneous feeling is? However, because authenticity is often coded as like, well, this is a good thing and inauthentic is a bad thing. Well, what happens when you're in that professional setting and you're not able to express and you shouldn't express your spontaneous feelings because they are not fitting with the job that you have at hand? Well, are you like a bad person because you're being quote unquote inauthentic? I don't think so. And I, to be clear, I'm not saying, well, I think you should be fake. I'm just saying, you know, there are certain things that are appropriate in a professional setting and fitting with the job that you have. um, And there are things that are really not the case. You know what? If I lead a choir, um, it's not my job to bring whatever, whatever's going on in my life into the choir rehearsal. No, my job is to lead the choir rehearsal with my full heart and not, um, not bring all those, you know, quote unquote, spontaneous feelings into the space with me. So if authenticity is such a problematic value to aspire to. What other options do we have to think about how we can be fully ourselves? I think, especially in professional settings, sincerity is a much better way to understand how to be who we are. And sincerity, you know, has many different definitions uh, because it's a big concept. But uh, briefly, I think that sincerity is about being true to who you say you are, which places it much more in the realm of belief and value than it does in the realm of spontaneous feelings. So if you are being true to your beliefs or being true to your values and you show up to work and you don't really feel like it, but, you know, it's your job to sing with the little preschool kids, well, you're going to do that because that's your you believe that this is an important and valuable work to do. And so you're going to do that even if that's not what you're really feeling like at the moment. If you are working with, uh, you know, you're a physician and you're working with a difficult patient and it's really aggravating. If your value is to treat that person with respect and care and give them the best uh, best medical care that you can, well, you're going to be able to set aside those spontaneous feelings for the moment, you know, take care of them later, but you're going to be able to set aside those feelings in a genuine and true way because your beliefs and re- your values are sincerely motivating your care there. So let me sum things up. When we place the emphasis on authenticity with its status, with its emphasis on spontaneous feelings, we run the problem of Becoming really inauthentic in our professional world because so much of that status seeking and and especially so much of that spontaneous emotion is really not fitting with our professional work that we do. And we run into big problems. But when we think of being fully ourselves in a professional setting through the lens of sincerity, we are much better able to understand what it means to be fully ourselves in those professional settings. Live into our beliefs, live into our values. And yes, take care of those spontaneous feelings later. They are important and they are valuable too, even when they aren't appropriate to the professional setting. I have a lot more on authenticity and sincerity and other ways to think about being fully yourself in my new book, Professional Christian, uh, which is for people who are in ministry, but also some people who might not have thought of themselves as being in ministry. And then, oh yeah, I'm a school teacher in a Christian school. I'm a worker in a religious nonprofit. And then realize, yeah, actually you are in a professional ministry, at least in the eyes of the state. And um, maybe you'll find it useful. Next up, our read of the week. This week's read is Have His Carcass by Dorothy Sayers, Have His Carcass. And this is a pretty old uh, murder mystery novel and very, uh, I guess you would call it like classic or traditional mystery. It's a total whodunit. And there are even like graphs with like a cipher and they're like deciphering the things. And I, guys, I couldn't even follow it. I actually had to skip those pages. I was like, I I play Wordle and Cordle and I don't even know what you're doing with those letters here. (laughs) So I skipped those pages. But the whole rest of the book was really, really fun it's um part of an interconnected um i guess you would call it series about this um the sleuth lord peter whimsy and his uh his his love harriet vane really fun very old school very i don't know capital b british very fun read if that is the type of thing you are into and of course a delight for the week Y'all, the trees are in bloom outside my window. They are just full of white blossoms, and I am here for it. It is bringing me so much joy to be in the spring after a second pandemic winter. Thank you for listening to What Fresh Insight. I'm Sarah Bariza, and I'll be back next week with another episode. You can find me online at sarah-bariza.com, where you can also find my newsletter. See you next week.